Welcome back to Factory Sealed. It is December 2nd, 2023. My name is Eric Peters and joining me today, Mr. Zach Foley. Hello. And uh, I was kind of afraid I would never get to say this again, but also joining me today, Mr. Dan Curtis. I thought it would be longer than that. Want me to redo it? <laughs> yeah, go nah. for it. Nah. Nah, bring, bring up the energy. Come on. Bring, come on. This is the new factory seal. That's as nah. much energy as you get. <laughs> nah. Let me introduce you to nah. Honestly, you, you, you take a few months off and this thing just goes to shit. Honestly, the energy is proper low. What are you talking about? Like, I went full two octaves higher than I normally nah, do. I Listen, I've known you for a long time. I know how long you can do a fart noise for. You can do a Dan Curtis for longer than that. I can guarantee it. No, you I can't. Can. In fact, you can do Dan Curtis for as long as you want. I've, you've earned that privilege. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> just a three-hour show. Just <laughs> okay. That's enough of that. See, but he still. went for he went for so long that it cut out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we want. This show yeah. has been edited for content. Yeah, this show's never been edited for content. <laughs> Did I tell you about the one time that we had somebody reach out to us on Facebook and ask? He, he said, hey, well, long-time listener, blah, 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 whatever. Do you want, uh, you know, I, I edit shows. Would you like me to, you know, show you what I can do and edit one of your shows? I was <laughs> like, no, thanks. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. We're very honest. Listen, the, the absolute shite that happens for the three hours is important to the yeah. show. There's nothing to cut. Yeah, there's awkward, no... It, awkward pauses, awkward conversations, all of that. Just keep it in. If you cut any of that, there'd be nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> you might, can imagine Jason if somebody tried... Somebody, yeah, exactly. If somebody yeah. tried to call them. <laughs> Doesn't always work. So, Dan, thank you for gracing us with your presence today. It's, Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, well, you know, we get, what, <laughs> one show between now and 2028? Yeah. Well, you, I'm not taking the blame for this. I've been available multiple times. I've said, oh, we do a show this weekend. And then everybody's just like, oh, I can't reply to this message. BS. Who the hell was that? A fucking impression of. <laughs> I'm going to call him. That's I'm going him. to call <laughs> colossal BS on all of that. It's Every definitely not. way, shape, and form. I can go back through and find multiple instances of messages where I see a Mr. Dan Curtis go, Hey, by the way, uh, I'm available this weekend. It's like, all right, cool. I'll see you. Oh, just kidding. I got a wedding. No, I don't think that's right. That's a hundred. I mean, weddings. that even sounded like you. Weddings are planned in advance, mate. That's not true. Yeah, well, you yeah, know, but you, come up suddenly, you find your way suddenly. into weddings like six minutes in advance, and I'm I'm <laughs> I'm half in the bag of whether that wedding was already scheduled or if you made it happen. <laughs> Dan's just lurking in the background. <laughs> Look, this wedding. Crystal People get married it. last minute. Leave them alone. He's like the the opposite of bad wedding crashers. Some people will crash weddings to crash the bar and get drunk and party. He's like, I just want to take pictures of everybody. I just want to take blurry pictures of everybody. I thought you just added the blur post up. Like, isn't that just your thing? No, no, we just cut out the middleman and do the blurry to start with. Oh, then you don't have to do any editing. <laughs> I think he does it on his PlayStation, adds motion blur to everything. Doesn't understand what the motion <laughs> <He> uploads, blur is. <laughs> he uploads uh, all of uh, his pictures. 
Good for Lee. I turn motion blur off. Thank you very much. Oh, God, yeah. Who doesn't? Dan, Dan, Dan. I don't know if you ended, if you listened to the last show. Did I shite? <laughs> I mean, did you eat a lot of fiber? Um, I've been having better poos lately, I would say, yeah. Excellent. So we ended last show. <laughs> I didn't think I'd say it. <laughs> we ended last show on a cliffhanger. Uh-huh. And, and Tom mentioned your Smash PlayStation. Uh-huh. I've been dying to hear this story from your mouth. Oh, well, she's not in at the moment, so I can go full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> I've told these guys, Tom, I, Tom and I were having a drink and played some games, and I just looked at him and said, to have been a fly on that wall in Dan's room when that happened, like there is, there are vast amounts of wealth that I would have given to just <laughs> witness that for two reasons. One, you don't get upset often. No. But when you do, it's fucking great. <laughs> but also, I still firmly believe that the minute that this camera and microphone turn off, you just flip back into full Jordy and your household, especially when talking to Crystal, is just incomprehensible noise. So to mesh that with you going uncharacteristically full throttle, I mean, it, it just it's one of those things that the universe only experiences once. And I'm I will die sad that I missed it. <laughs> I wish I'd missed it. Did, <laughs> oh, wait. This happened in front of you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Now I have to hear the story. So the PS5 was vertical, right? It's on a stand. Like, kind of, it's a chest of drawers, which are next to my TV unit. Not ideal, but that's the tiny setup I have in my room. So um, she decided that she wanted to use the radiator in the room where I was currently playing. Uh, so I was sat playing on my PS5 at the time. Like, I wanted to keep playing. I only, Again, this is probably a problem. I only have one dual shen, dual sense. So I was charging it while playing it. So she blunders into the room. She decides to step over the wire rather than saying, can I put this down? Completely mis- misreads it. Trips over the wire, pulls the entire PS5 <laughs> off the stand. <laughs> so it almost happened in slow motion. And I'm watching it and I was like, shit, that's going to topple. And I, I tried to nearly tried to dive and get it, and it just, and it fell, and it smashed on the ground. <laughs> and I looked on the back, and the HDMI port was smashed to shit. And then I plugged it back in, and I pressed the disc tree, and it went. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's not good. And then the rage levels went up. <laughs> And the incomprehensible Jordy went up. The best part is, I had to pretend to be a friend all day because we had a wedding. Oh. Oh, man. So, and I had to be the consummate professional. And... I would have I, I would have started that with, like, just letting you know I'm going to knock 25% off of your total price because this person here just destroyed my PlayStation 5. Just be well, passive-aggressive all day. I told, I, told, I told the groom I had to tell somebody on the day because uh, I went upstairs to his in his house when we were taking some pictures and uh, they had uh, he had like a gaming set up and stuff. I was like, Crystal just smashed my PS5 this morning. It's like, please hold me. I can't deal. How long did you properly kick off for? Uh, about a day. Like, you know, in the moment. Oh, a good hour or so. <laughs> no 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 it, it was it was an ac- it was an accident it was a stupid accident she's a clumsy ass 
But these things happen. But and I think my favorite thing is, and you kind of glossed over this. Why was she stepping over the cord? Like specifically, what was she? What was she doing? She was trying to get to the radiator. To do what? Put underpants on. <laughs> this is so stupid. I know. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I find I, I have several holes that I can poke in this story, but it's so good I'm just gonna let it go. It's, Zach, there's no, there's no point. This is a hundred percent true. Oh, I know. No, 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 no. I just it, mean like, why was your PlayStation vertical? Why was it sitting on like a cheat of drawers? Well, just basically a pedestal. And then why would she choose to walk between you and the PlayStation if she can see how fimbly this setup is? But also, like, for Americans, just the phrase, I'm going to dry my underpants on the radiator, (laughs) just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Well, it does in England, son. We've always got the heating on over here. It's cold. Oh God, Dan! It's it's brilliant. That's going to be a story you're going to tell grandkids. Like, let me tell yeah. you. Won't have grandkids, but you'll tell a group of children at a park that you're yelling at. Let me tell you about <laughs> the day my PlayStation died. Erstwhile pointing at Crystal. Well, let me tell you also, about the day also, this woman. Thank <laughs> that thank old the Lord for, over there. Thank the Lord for PS Plus cloud saves because I managed to get everything back. Oh, so, that's good. Were you able to get your game out of the disc drive? Mm-hmm. What, what game was it, Dan? It was Cyberpunk. Uh, right. Yeah, you can pick that up for three bucks. So, I think I think it's okay. I haven't played it since, but yeah. Well, I don't say this often, but I'm very glad you didn't have a PlayStation VR at that point. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever I... had a CD explode in a disc drive? No. Really? No. Oh God! I had a PC that. Uh, for some reason, the disk drive decided, you know, what are they normally, like 7,200 RPM? This one went like 40,000 RPM at, for some random reason. And I'm sitting there playing, I don't even remember what PC game was, it might have been Diablo 2 or something. And all of a sudden I hear it spin up. I'm like, oh, some shit's about to start happening. And then I suddenly hear this, snap! And just all of this shit trickle down inside my computer like that. <laughs> That's probably not did good. Did <laughs> not sound good. I just took the whole thing out and threw it away. Like, I don't even want to try to figure this out. Well, sure. I've had I've had things happen inside of a PC. My favorite was I was sitting there. I was actually working at the time. And I had a drink and, like, some crackers sitting on my desk. And somebody walked in the room, and they were just messing around, and they swung their hand, and they watched, like, a six-pack of whatever crackers was fall down inside the case. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear that, and you're like, oh, well, this thing's fucked. <laughs> To Thanks, Facebook Dave. Marketplace <laughs> runs great. Has a bit of a cheesy smell to it. What the hell was that? I don't even know. I don't. Oh, That's God. why we're not supposed to have food in the lab. You always get that guy. You know. <laughs> That's nice. Mind I your did. business, Steve. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so uh, in so I I got a new PS5, and suffice to say, I've learnt my lesson. It is now horizontal under the TV unit. Hooray. <laughs> Bigger question, why don't you just spend the $30 to get a charger? Because I never had two controllers before. You don't need two controllers, it's just a charger. Yes, I do, because then I wouldn't be able to keep playing, would I, if it was charging? When you're done, 
I'm never done. <laughs> Damn it, the flaw in my story. Well, at least I, I know. Now this is, the, this is the problem, you see, when you don't stop playing the PS5. I had to, were I had you to just go, using had the, to go on the Switch for like two days. What was that about? Were you just using the basic six-foot cord that comes with it? No, I used to have a big, long one. <laughs> it's gone now. <laughs> Sorry, I need to reprogram my brain. <laughs> I used to have a big, long one. Then I took an arrow to the penis. God, I'm a child. Crystal stepped on it and broke my PS5. There are multiple... Multiple bad things yeah. that happened that day. I, I'm a little bit gutted though because they've literally just released the new um, slim versions, and I had I got the old one. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't get the because you got the Modern Warfare bundle, right? Yeah, they. Yeah, those they, all are slims because here. because Eric, I need a PS5, right? Yeah. And those ones weren't coming out for a good couple of weeks. See what the, when you were buying yours, the slims, the Modern Warfare slims were out here. They weren't here. Yeah, I don't even think you can buy an old one here anymore. I think there must think have it's... been, I think they must have been shifting the old stock. Yeah. I was gonna say it was probably that, but have you looked at what the stand looks like on the slim? Apparently, it is trash for vertical us. The horizontal one. So that little black line that runs across the middle of it. There's mm. a a flimsy plastic clip that goes at the front and then at the back, and then you just kind of like lean the system over, and it rests on those two, and they just kind of like wobble. To be fair, on the old one, it's not very good. Nah. I actually I have my PlayStation it. It's still, it's still quite wobbly. It's definitely on there, correct, as well. Do you- okay, Eric, safety check. You have yours vertical, but yours is on an actual stable surface away from people, right? Like that's And, a- <laughs> and it's behind my TV, and I don't plug anything. Yeah. Actually, I do plug my new steering wheel into it. That's Okay. I'll send Crystal around. Please don't. <laughs> See what you can do. <laughs> Go have an amble about in Eric's game room. See what happens. Uh, but yes, uh, Tom. Tom convinced me to take take the jump, and I bought a, a Logitech G twenty nine steering wheel. It didn't and take much, really, did it? It was one of those things where every time we were at the store, I'd look at it and like, ah, oh, it's three hundred bucks. I'd go to Best Buy and I'd look at it, and I'd, they'd have a demo one out. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Then they went on Black Friday sale and went, all right. I guess I'll buy this. And that thing is incredible. We played probably 10 hours of just random ass games on it. Nine hours of which was SnowRunner for some reason. We were just playing Grand. He played Grand Turismo 7 in VR. He's like, this is really cool. And I said, you know what else is really cool? We should try SnowRunner with it because I see a lot of people use it. It's I played it on controller for about 10 minutes and went, what the hell am I supposed to do here? <laughs> complete yeah, game changer took, with this it took me a good five minutes to figure out that you had to turn off the handbrake <laughs> yes <laughs> tried to so that's a game where you actually have to if you have the steering wheel connected you have to play with the steering wheel and the controller because they decided to map a button for the horn in a world that is completely devoid of all other life there's not a single other person you come across but they gave you a horn but they didn't give you a button on the steering wheel for the map Oh, so you can't God. open the map from the steering wheel. You have to pick up the controller, press the touchpad, and then navigate on that, and then go back to the steering wheel. How so, the hell does that even work? I mean, are you like logged in as two players the whole time? Yeah. That sounds janky. So I, I would sit and fuck with Tom because he'd be driving, and then I would just press the stick to the left, and it would make his car move left while he was trying to drive. 
But that game, I tell you what, we spent two hours and feel like we accomplished literally nothing. It's move 10 feet, get stuck, spend half an hour trying to get unstuck. Move 10 feet, get stuck. And just it's winch, repeat, winch, repeat. But it's that game has no business being as engaging as it was. And I think it was solely because we had the steering wheel. Yeah, I'll add it to the list. That does sound actually pretty yeah, engaging. I, I, I played about 10 minutes on the controller and fell Hated off it. to play something else. Hated <laughs> it. I didn't hear it. It just kind of, I di- it didn't grip me. It's it's very, very fiddly. Um, you know what? I didn't struggle too much. I managed to get to the first truck. And yeah. then I ambled away up a hillside. And then I got to the top of the hill and I remembered, oh, I've got a Suicide Squad alpha chord. I should probably play that while it's on. And then I stopped. It's yeah. it's interesting because it kind of on the surface when you first jump into it, it's like, oh, this is, you know, traditional game. Like, go here, pick this stuff up, deliver it here, rinse, repeat. Well, then as you start unlocking things, you can get really fiddly with all of the components of your engine and your differentials and just all of this other crap. So I can see why people get lost in it, but we looked up, how long does it take to complete this game? Like, well, do you want to do 100% completion? Because that's about a thousand hours worth of stuff. Like, this is a Dan Curtis game if I've ever seen one. <laughs> I will probably go back to it. Power washing simulator. After it. <laughs> yeah, if there was power washing, I'd be in. That's on PS Plus this month. Oh, nice. But I'll probably play it too. Listen. I am not the only one obsessed with Power Wash Simulator. Have you seen some of the DLC packs that game is getting? They have Midgar, yeah. don't they? Final Fantasy VII, Tomb Raider, SpongeBob SquarePants, Warhammer, all kinds of stuff. I find it so boring. I find it's it not. funny, though, that games get licenses to do like sh- shit like that. Because if you were any other game on the face of the earth, like if you wanted to put you know people from Final Fantasy into a fighting game, that would be an uphill battle on ice skates for years to get through the legal rights. Power Watch Simulator does it and just fucking green light it. Nobody plays that anyway. <laughs> Back to the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk about a cultural phenomenon. Those people were just trying to cash in on the whole simulator thing. Like, oh, there's lawn mowing simulator. There's farm simulator. There's European truck. I don't know. What do you got in your garage, Hank? I got a power washer. Sweet. Add simulator on it. Let's get programming. It needs to be done by Tuesday. Oh, uh, it's Monday at 530. Awesome. Shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> I, I, think for, I think for me as well, because it has like an underlying storyline, which is just so ridiculously British. I think that appeals to me as well. What? Just get a job? <laughs> no, it has. Um, you get like text messages, and then there's a big alien conspiracy and stuff. It's oh, really good. <laughs> no, Ge- genuinely, up. I think it took me about four hours to finish the last level. Yeah, it took us an hour and a half to clean a skate park as a group. It was four of us doing it. Was it yeah, three? it was three of us. It was great fun. We could have been it playing was. totally reliable delivery service <laughs> and having a laugh, and instead, we were doing manual labor in a virtual world. Oh, listen. You had completely had the option to stop at any point, but you wanted to clean that skate park, son. <laughs> you had I to do it. And that is how Power Wash Simulator gets you. Nah. Because when you start cleaning, you're like, I have to finish that. Oh, God. Lego 2K Drive is in also on PS Plus this month. I heard that game is great. Isn't that like Forza Horizon, but with Lego but with cars? Legos, yeah. <laughs> I hope you can Forza. build stuff. Wasn't Forza Horizon an Xbox game? Remember them? Who? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I've gone. 
I've done a 180 on Xbox games because I found out that you can buy, like, literally everything I played on Game Pass last year, I can now buy for under $12. Uh, and that's physical editions for everything. So I picked Jeez. up four or five this week alone. And shit that I didn't even know existed. Like, I had no idea that somebody made a physical copy of Psychonauts 2. Uh, and I was really happy to play it. Like, that's an excellent game. Uh, was that like a then, limited run? No, 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 no. It's just a regular low run game. So, Jeez. and again, I got it for 12 bucks. Um, and then I picked up Rhombus of Ruin too. I think that was $4. I so, would like to replay watch. Psychonauts 2 on Xbox because I played it on PS4. So technically it was last generation. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, they and, didn't do a PS5 version, did they? No, because it's an Xbox only game. Yep. So why would it come out on PS4? Because they had to fulfill an obligation for a previous uh, contract. That's shit. Yep. <laughs> but I picked up that Killer Instinct. I also got a Future Rama game that is apparently really expensive, but I got it for I don't know. I got it for like thirty dollars. So I've, I've been I've been collecting Xbox up a storm, and I'll I'm, probably never play any of them. But you know, hey, I got say it. My my condolences <laughs> to your shelf space. Yeah, it's bad. And yay, I get to move all this shit this week. <laughs> yeah, have fun with that, Zach. <laughs> Well, I haven't been on since, um, well, since the dawn of time, basically, at this point. <laughs> so I know, I'm sure you guys have shit all over Starfield at Great Length oh, already. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, please, um, please add so a So, basically, I owned an Xbox Series X because I knew Starfield was coming, and eventually, like, God knows when, Elder Scrolls Six, And I tried Starfield, and within two hours, I'd uninstalled it. Because I hate that game. I think it's terrible. Which shocked me because you you said the thing that really kind of drove you away from is it just kind of made you feel sickly. Yeah, because the I, I was always never bothered about sixty FPS and stuff like that, but I really am now. And that game being thirty FPS with Bethesda's janky engines just made me feel weird. It just doesn't clear well. Blur. And then <laughs> you've got the, they've got the NPCs looking there like they've been had all of their brain cells thwacked out with a plank. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... They, it's I can't awful. understand how they can release a game in 2023 and they look that bad. It's terrible. Well, they I mean, struggled with it out of sheer stubbornness to go, yep, I played this. It's shit. Because I didn't want anybody coming back and saying, oh, well, you only played like the first 30 hours and the game doesn't really open up. Like, I beat it. I literally beat every main (laughs) faction quest you could physically do for what's his face? Pete Hines? Is that came out? He's like, he's either Pete Hines or Phil Spencer. Someone's like, your game doesn't really open up till 130 hours in. It's like, I was done at 60 and couldn't find anything else to like functionally do. Yeah. I don't really get off on the whole, like, hey, let's break the engine and load 300 sandwiches into a vault just to see what happens. Like, that's... See, he he does, though. I guess. I love that. Yeah, watermelons in the shops in Oblivion. Oh, God. Yeah, if, but... I ever talk, if I ever talk to anybody about Skyrim, nine times out of ten, I will tell the story about Eric Peterson filling the mage tower with as much <laughs> shite as he could possibly find, <laughs> Fusro daring it, and completely breaking that game, because it is such a fond memory. It actually shut my system down. Do you still have that save somewhere? Oh god, I'm afraid. I'm sure I do. It'd be awesome to load that up in the anniversary <laughs> edition, and see if it still will break the game. Oh god. Because that's free now. Well, it was a PS3 game that yeah. I had it on, so... 
Well, there's there were like four different releases of it, but they released the anniversary edition, and I believe it was cross save with all of them, as long as your save is backed up in the cloud somewhere. You, so you could pull your PS3 save to the future yeah. versions. Yeah, I don't know if that oh, shit wow. still works, but like I I I remember playing it and then pulling my because I I was very happy that I had finally amassed like, <coughs> an actual Daedric Knight set, and it actually loaded to my Skyrim, so I was thrilled. I was at a point where to go through a door would take 90 seconds. Oh yeah. Can you remember can you remember when that game came out and they on PS3 and it was fundamentally broken when your save file got above a certain threshold. Yeah. You yep. couldn't play oh, yeah. it anymore. Ah, good times. <laughs> I remember fondly that night that that game came out because I went to uh Walmart to pick it up. Christy and I went at midnight and went in and I'm like I would like to buy Skyrim. Like, yeah, we're supposed to have it, but, you know, we're supposed to have a whole pallet of it, but we don't. Okay, well, where is it? We don't know. Okay, guess I'll go next door to GameStop. And GameStop's like, yeah, Walmart loses games all the time. So it must have been one of those situations where the pallet fell off the back of the truck. Yeah. Buying games at Walmart's always been really fun here. I remember the day that Ninja Gaiden 2 came out, I went specifically to buy it. I bought it, I got home, I unwrapped it, and there was no fucking disc in the box. And I took it back and I just looked at him like, no, 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 this is you. This is not me. <laughs> I, I still remember when I bought uh, Champions of Norath and I got it back and it had Champions Return to Arms. And you got the better deal there, buddy. Excellent. I know. I don't think I actually realized at the time. I was like, yeah, that's that sounds about right. Just put that in. Speaking Champion of somebody. Mediocre of those, cover? Yes, I win. <laughs> speaking of those styles of games, um, Zach, did you pre-order Baldur's Gate 3 Physical? I sure did. Oh, God, that thing is sexy. I, I you have some, to get it from Larian's website, right? Yeah, I ordered it, and then I was surprised. It's like ordering from Analog, which is crazy. You're like, it's a $79 game, and in the end, it was $100. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, $30. Has anybody, has anybody played Baldi's Gate 3 yet? I'm, I'm waiting for the physical. I'm waiting for the physical. I assume okay. they take your money right away? Yeah. Ugh, my dick. Gotta have Cause it. Because I, I, bought, I bought it, and I can't get away with it. I've tried so many times. I just can't do it. I get. I understand that it's extraordinarily complex, and like, yeah, and you play it's it like very, a D and D, very table. overwhelming. Yeah, and I just can't. I, I think I, I feel like I'm getting into a groove, and then suddenly, just some low level enemy will come out of nowhere and just completely kill you. I feel like it's something that we as a group should set aside like two hours every couple weeks to just play together. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good shout. Yeah. We I need mean, to, we need to do this. We need to get back on doing things like that. I don't remember when does that come out. It just says shipping Q one. Okay, so sometime before April. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would hundred percent do that. We could stream that and just like here's a car, here's what we do. We I, could we could cause some havoc doing that, like playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, and I like the idea of a game that lets you fuck a bear. So I think that's important <laughs> for all of us. To, <laughs> to I, figure I'm out to highlight that clip. <laughs> How do we how do we triple up on this bear? <laughs> I'll hit the sides. I don't know. You know what? It, it I, I think like it's an impressive. Deal. I think it's an impressive game. I think the, the absolute sheer amount of choice in it is like mind blowing. 
And I suppose in a way that's quite overwhelming as well when you're playing it. Yeah. They're like, so I am I doing saw, everything right here? Yeah. I saw a news article that they updated the physics to uh, target the jiggliness of the manhood. Oh, excellent. That's an important attribute of that game. Yes. To make it more jiggly or less jiggly? More, more. Oh, oh more. Okay, that's yeah. all right then. Which I feel like is an oversight because Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 1, uh, the barkeep in the first bar that you go into was very voluptuous and her bosoms had quite the physics to them at that point. So like back in 2002, 2003, whenever that came out, like they had it dialed in. So, you know, they should have had it in at launch. I, I, I my, my only question is who makes that determination? Who is like this man's? Dick is not wobbly enough. <laughs> what bar do you use to measure how flaccid and wobbly the dick should be? Is it See, he's uh, he's got that Red Dead Redemption? That guy went over to Larian. That's what happened. Oh, this horse's asshole doesn't pucker enough. Because because the item management is so like complicated on that game. I didn't actually realize when I was browsing through all the different characters' items that I'd accidentally on one of the characters clicked their clothing. So whenever you're in the camp and I started talking to her, she's just standing there stark naked. <laughs> I was like, what's happened? Excellent. I love this. <laughs> this game is on my list. Let me tell you. <laughs> Completely unintentionally. Listen, I'm not complaining, but also just out of curiosity. <laughs> Why are you your clothes? <laughs> no, just so I'm, I can I'm... ensure that if you ever wear clothes again, I know how to revert the settings. And I, I, the first, the first time I accidentally, I played it, and I spent probably about, as you do in these games, about forty-five minutes in the character creator trying to complete, create something which doesn't look absolutely hideous. Um, oh, see, that's me though. I know you're the exact opposite. <laughs> but then I booted up the game, and the voice options mustn't have loaded properly, and I created <laughs> like a hot female elf sorcerer, and she was talking. Like, she was like, "Hello there." Oh my! I'm starting again. <laughs> What's your name, Bruce? <laughs> and you can't change it. Like there's, there's no magical clinic you can go to to change stuff midway. I have no idea. I had no idea what was happening at this point in the game. So I was like, I'm not sticking with this for ten hours. Yeah, Dan I didn't want to unlock a new kink. <laughs> You know, I, I felt I felt the tingles, and I thought I'd run before it started to get worse. Let me run before I do something about this. Hold on, wait. Let me go see if my flaccid penis is wobbly enough. I imagine I think, when they did that, it was like a it was like a a, a what do they call it a criminal lineup, and they just have them all stand against the wall, and they're like, "All right, male one, wiggle," and then they just do male two, and then male three, and then they t- they like. Have a have a high speed camera that measures the wiggleness of it, and then they take. You think like they've the got average. all the motion dots on the knob? That's even better. Yeah, <laughs> like they did with Ellen Page's face for uh, yeah. whatever the heck that game was. Heavy uh, Rain, Beyond Two Souls, I believe. Beyond, Beyond Two, Two Souls, Souls yeah. yeah. Heavy Rain was the first one. God, Quantic, Quantic Dream hasn't done a game in a while, have they? I feel like that's going to be technology that we leverage quite heavily at Hank Fist Video Game Studios. Like we have motion capture actors come in. Like, why are you, why are you putting dots there? It's like it's just part of the process, man. 
Like, but you haven't put them anywhere else, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just know that that Jenna every Gilliar are very important. <laughs> every three D character, three D modeled character in every video game that is made will have jiggliness behind the clothes. You might not see it, but it's there. Because we took no, I, the time. I, I feel like you should see it. Like, it should be so exaggerated. Like, if you move <laughs> slightly to the left, you can see that penis swing through the fabric. <laughs> if they're wearing sweatpants or something, just... If you, if you start spinning around in a circle, you get the helicopter effect and take off. Quick, break out the jock <laughs> engine, guys. <laughs> That's what we don't... Why was your budget $16 million? Fifteen million of it was dick physics. That's right. There's no substance to the game whatsoever. It's a two and a half years perfecting crotch physics. Dick dick physics sounds like he should work at like Oxford University as a professor. <laughs> dick physics. Quick, get dick physics on it. We've got to get Timmy Taint in next. Okay. <laughs> How much shit is behind this man's balls? Hello, everybody. I'm Professor Dick Physics. <laughs> Today we should be talking about the anatomy of the penis. Oh, God. I uh, genuinely wish one of us would win the just the mega lottery. Like, I feel like enough shit has gone wrong in the universe where... There needs to be this hyper-correction, and I think the catalyst for that could be Hank Fist Video Game Studios, where if we just had more money than God to just put out shit that we want to put out, it would have just just a a glimmer of hope for the future. But not just that. We also have have to have enough money to, like, have people change their names, because Dick Physics is gold. (laughs) (laughs) You are the leading physicist in your field. Here's $18 million to change your name to Dick (laughs) Physics. Physics. (laughs) And the Nobel Peace Prize goes to Dick Physics. So is that short for Richard? Just, it us, is us, dick. us at the back doing the slow clap, just sniggering. <laughs> just ridiculous. Very like good, very good. Foot, <laughs> six foot top hats, monocles, gold crusted canes. Mm, quite, quite good, Dick. Mm, loved your work on the Bravo, penis. Bravo, Dick Physics. Well deserved. I miss this idiocy. <laughs> He's Dick gone. Physics. <laughs> Next year we'll be hiring Veronica Vagina. <laughs> Laura Labia will be coming in the second quarter. <laughs> Not forgetting about Tiffany Titties. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, oh yeah, Tiffany Titties. Dick Physics. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I, that's I, Professor Dick Physics to you. Thank yeah, you that's much. right. That's Dr. Dick Physics. Dr. Dick Physics. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a slow pause while Eric puts his brain back together. <laughs> so actually, as part of Fizz Studios, we are actually going to launch a new series called Dick Physics, whatever it is. So like Dick Physics, Dick Helicopter Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to introduce them all. I imagine that he's this type of person who's kind of like Leslie Nielsen, where he is so funny, but he doesn't know that he's funny. He just yeah. has that like 
uncharacteristic charisma to him, but he he just any humor that's thrown at him, he just doesn't get. <laughs> you just have behind the scenes footage of Dick Physics walking up behind people. Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> he's got he's got like one of those extendable finger point. It's not a finger at the end of it, but it's like this. Like like the tool you'd use to pick up things that fall into your engine, like a little magnet. You just like wiggle people's wiener with it. It's like, mm, it's 1.2 mega wiggles. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not allowed. <laughs> He's Dr. Dick. Here at Hank Fist Studios, we can make anything happen. <laughs> Read your contract, son. It was written in there. What, so we own the universe now? No, no, no. If you work at Hank Fist Studios, like All right, okay. Dr. You Dick to, you Physics. Have to sign, you have to sign a waiver which says that Dr. Dick Physics can wiggle your knob with his, <laughs> his knob wiggler. I'll think of it some ridiculous name like the Wang Wrangler. <laughs> the Fiddler Stick. You think Dick oh, Physics would have sticks. like... I'm thinking Dick Physics would have like a proper curly mustache. Yeah, but they oh, would be yeah? sha- they'd be phallic shaped as they come out on each side. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get him one of those big bicycles with a big, big, big fucking wheel on the front too? Mm, yeah. Oh yeah, I- the, what are those the, the penny farthings or whatever they're yeah. called? <laughs> That's the Dick Physics Mobile. Thank you. You know those reviews that we got where they said that these guys will talk about literally anything for way too long? This is a prime example. Yeah. Quick, talk about Zelda and Final Fantasy. Oh, God. Somebody type lightly on a keyboard. <laughs> so dumb. Hey, Dr. Dick Physics is a classic mind. That'll go, that'll go down in history, that one. Yeah, he's our latest invention, Dr. Dick. Like That's up there with Hank Fist, Bud Stake, and Rod Pohl. Dick Physics. Hey, you missed off Butch Wolf. Butch Wolf, yes. Thank you. <laughs> hey, God. Oh my God. I forgot how stupid this is. I really did. Yeah, well, somebody had to go get a second job and make some more money. That's a, See, that's, I, a, I, that's why we need an epic lottery win. We need no more excuses. The dumbness cannot be stopped. It is It is a, a, I've already cleared this with Christy, if we ever hit that Mega Millions, which, you know, it's not going to happen, but none of us will work another day in our lives. We will all no. just draw a healthy sum to just sit around all day and think up stupid games that will never get made. No, no, well, yeah, and I mean, made. we have we'll to dedicate it. at least some of the money to making some sort of space station <laughs> Like League of Justice base, <laughs> just floating there. What is that for, science? No, they're thinking about dick wobbling. <laughs> what are those guys doing in that space station orbiting Earth? They're Do they have to be in space? <laughs> Do they have to be in space? Be- mm, quite. The, the beauty of it is, you can get Doctor Dick Physics to design that once you've employed him. So that's right. How much do you think a leading physicist would go for to have on salary, like one hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand a year? I mean, if you're expecting him to feel people up against their will probably a bit more than that no it's never against their will like that would be you know that'd be immoral it's just expected it's just it's just in the contract (laughs) it's part of the interview process like how do you feel about this will this cause an issue you just got to be okay with it but we've already got we've got an in already we already know an astrophysicist we just have to ask katie like (laughs) oh my god cody (laughs) cody would she be willing to to change her name to dick physics (laughs) Full name, Dick Arena. 
we will apply money towards a wedding if she do you dr dick physics take cody helverson who will soon be mr dr and mrs does that mean cody he's cody, cody physics need dick physics no she's changing her name to dick physics okay yeah so so then are they the physics yeah okay i bet with enough peer <laughs> yeah. pressure we could get him to break oh sure i mean speaking of dick physics you remember when they made red dead redemption and somebody some poor animator had to animate testicles to swell in the heat yeah for the horses yeah, yeah. the asshole puckering oh yeah. yeah there's a precedent for this damn it <laughs> Which leads, taking... me, which leads me neatly into a video game, actually. So, oh. also from the developers of uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, the GTA 6 trailer is coming in three yes. days. They put out one picture. They did. And people it are looks losing. A bit like Vice City. Well, we knew it was Vice City. We it's did. awesome. I find it interesting now that we're going to have to go back to Vice City, but like in the modern era of graphics. That's going to be I'm fascinating so, to see. I'm so pumped for it because I loved the... I, I'm kind of with Tom on this. I loved the atmosphere of Vice City. You go yeah. back and look at Vice City, and you're like, wow, this game was kind of crap. But the atmosphere of it was just amazing. I can't wait to see what they do that do with that in modern time. It did well, have that kind of sun-drenched 80s nostalgia feel, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. everything's oh, like yeah. these bright neon colors and like yeah. the real sharp angles of the cars. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, there's an opportunity, and I hope that they capitalize on it, to do more of South Florida. Because that kind of lends, all of that just lends itself. Like, you could do the Keys and Fort Lauderdale and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm excited. I, I think they, they will take it forward. Hopefully in a way not like Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, question I'm, for I'm, you oh, go ahead, i was gonna say i'm kind of like with red dead redemption 2 i didn't hate it but the sim aspect of it like was it was it too much me. yeah it was it was cool it lost, it lost the fun like having to remember to get your gun out of your saddlebag every time you go off a horse for example and stuff like that it's just kind of here's a here's a question for you and this uh, i want to phrase this carefully because i don't want to be labeled as anything um the world has changed dramatically since vice city came out and if you go back and listen to some of the earlier radio shows from gta3 and vice city and san andreas like well hello they are danny i didn't know it was hockey season (laughs) they are very very out there and i personally i feel like that's what what really was the heart and soul of grand theft auto was they just looked at it went we don't care. We just don't care. They're, like South Park. We don't care. Like we're just gonna I always say thought it. of it like the South Park of video games. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, I think that, it has to be that way? Do you think they're going to succumb to a lot of social pressure now to be more politically correct about things? Or do you think that they're still going to be as out there and off the cuff with things as, as they have been in the past? Like even See, GTA 5 was a little bit dialed back. I don't well, think 5 was as crazy as the old ones. Like no, the old but, the old ones you're talking uh, like proper out there, like you said. R for retarded. <laughs> yeah, just, well, like, R, R Rusty, Rusty Brown spring donuts and stuff. Down the street was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think, like, I I really do hope so because if anything, it's just commentary, and that's what's kind of made it great. Like GTA Five was a direct commentary on the state of the U.S. 
And that came out, you know, 10 years ago, but it's still a good commentary on the U.S. and what we value and all that stuff. So I think they can get away with it. Well, but I also like, think like that like they Saints have more Raw. money than God, so they don't care. Yeah. It's like Saints Row, though, Zach. Like, the reboot completely went away from everything satirical oh, in the oh. original. It so... was shit. Everybody's so afraid of getting canceled and, and being highlighted as... You know, being labeled as whatever you want to label somebody. And it's like, at some point, when do we just draw the line? You're like, no, like, this is satire. This is yeah, comedy. See, I, can, I can see it doing satire of that. And this kind oh. of woke culture and stuff like that. I can see it implementing that kind of stuff. Like, there'll well, probably be a character who just completely doesn't get it. And, well, well allegedly I, there's two main characters. Whether that's still true or if there's more yeah. or... I guess I, I'm, I'm still kind of thinking of it as a female-led game, and that would be amazing, number one, because you could do a bunch of stuff from like the female perspective and have it be just as funny, but in a completely different way. Uh, but, you know, if you encourage two protagonists, I think that would be great. Is the is the lead in this one female? She was this... at some point. I mean, through all the leaked trailers and all that. But if Dan's right and there's two, I'd imagine there's one female and one male. I would yeah, love not... a female lead in a GTA yeah. game. Oh, God, that'd be awesome. Yeah, there is meant to be two. There is meant to be a man and a woman, if, everything I've heard. But uh, Rockstar is incredibly secretive about this. So, yeah. I'm still gutted that some of this stuff got leaked a few months ago. It's like, that was just... It kind of took the wind out of their sails with a lot of it. And I'm sure that the trailer that comes out on Tuesday is just going to knock it out of the park and everybody's going to you know, pour over every second of every frame. I think it's going to be next year. Yeah. Uh, really? Um, At the end of 24 t- would be good. Apparently Take 2 recently in an earnings call said 2024 they've got a really big marquee game coming out which is going to shift loads of units. So what else could that be? I guess I kind of like that because I, I think long gone are the days where they would announce a game 15 year, 10 years in advance. I mean, oh, like Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and two, like they've had a long time to work on it. And again, they are literally just sapping money out of the public for it at this point. All of that money could have gone into development. This We had a whole time. console generation without a new GTA. Yes. Let me also remind you that GTA 5 is now sure eligible. That's how old that game is. <laughs> God, that's wild. Isn't it? That is crazy. <laughs> that's yeah. nuts. I got to process. Is it really? That came out yes. in March of 2011, I think. Or 2013? No, no, no. That came out, 2013, yeah, that came out the year that my, I think it was either. F- no, that came out. It wasn't. 14. I remember sending this to you a few months ago. I said GTA 5 is now sure eligible. It's 100% this year. October 1st, 2013. Oh, that was GTA Online. When did GTA 5? GTA 5 was before GTA Online. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. September 2013. Just think, though, how far ahead of its time that game was if that was PS3, though. Yeah, that's true. Well, and two, like, the other thing that gets me sort of, I'm not sort of, but really excited about it is, like, we could potentially have a hardware reset because I fully expect this game to come out at 30 frames a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but releasing versions of it or iterations after that will make it good. I mean, and, and you can say what you want about 30 frames per second games, but the original GTA ran fine. Um, and it just had, you know, it was tailor built for that. Like we could get another whole generation of that. Oh, I hope they don't lock it at 30. 
Yeah. I, I, yeah, and, like, there's the other thing, too, is, like, game developers out there, listen to me. If you make a game that's meant to be played at 30 frames a second, you have to do a down version that can play at 60 frames per second. You have to. I'll take down 60 any day over high-quality 30. So well, lie. and I mean, like, look at look at the resolutions that we're trying to go for now. This drives me nuts. Like, everybody's like, well, you got to get to a 4K 60 game. That's nice in some smaller games. But you could genuinely do a 4K... 1080p experience or maybe even a little above it like 1440p yeah and most people can't tell the difference yeah you'll have to cut back some stuff but again like if you want that full fat experience great put it on the desk but also give me a mode where i can run it 60 frames it's like um, i want but it is possible like if you do i know every game's different and stuff and engines are different stuff but look at insomniac the things they do with the ps5 are incredible holy shit yeah i mean that every single version of spider-man 2 on the ps5 whether you play on performance or ray trace or uh, the fidelity mode has ray tracing implemented yeah like, yeah and their 40 frames show. a second mode is fucking amazing like especially if you have a tv that does vrr like i can, i literally have a hard time telling between 40 and 60 frames a second with vrr enabled have you guys talked about spider-man 2 by the way a little bit no oh my god that game is incredible <laughs> if you thought the first one was good, that one blows it out of the water. Yeah. One of the best. In a, in a year of amazing games with great stories, that one is up there with the best. Really? Let yeah. me tell you. Yeah, 100%. Ugh. I just, I think what really killed it for me was I tried to play Miles Morales. And I wanted to like it. I just got burned out with the combat. It, it felt so button mashy. And like not intuitive enough. Like I wanted, I want to do this, and I couldn't make him do that without a lot really? of. Really, just... I've always thought it feels very fluid and uh, kind of. I... I suppose I come from the Batman Arkham kind of square it's, simulator. It's, it lends a lot, a lot of it to that, but it's got a lot of nuance to it as well. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's very deliberate. Would I like Plus, it or no? I, I don't say you can't. I really don't. No, it's good. It's real good. It's just uh, swinging around the city is so satisfying. Like on the original, like on Miles Morales, Eric, it was great. But on this one, you get web wings so you can glide and you can do slingshots and stuff like that. And this, the speed you go at is insane. Yeah. I also like, like that you can hot flip between both the characters at really kind of any point during the game. Yeah. And that, again, like if you're looking to go accomplish something, that's an easy way to do it. And like, I don't really use fa- fast travel in this game because actually moving around the city is so fun. But if you ever want to use it, the fast travel is instantaneous. Yeah. Wow. And the thing, honestly, Insomniac are on top of their game. They are a top tier developer now for me. Like, um, like Naughty Dog was properly Sony's best developer, but I think Insomniac are knocking on their door at the moment. Yeah. Agreed. Bear in mind, they've churned out, what, three or four games already for the PS5? We've got Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, Miles Morales, Spider-Man 2. They're currently working on Wolverine and God knows what else behind closed doors. Yeah, and holy shit, by the way, like their ability to work with, who is it, Nixies that does the PC versions of those games is incredible. Like, and I mean, there you really genuinely get like game changing, like you can play in ultra wide support. And that, again for you to swing through the city with actual ultra wide support is incredible. That would mean I need to upgrade my computer. 
Oh, well, you have to do that anyway. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, now that I don't have uh, Game Pass anymore. Yeah. Well, and, you know, like, I, I that's such a hard decision for me. Like, I love the value of Game Pass, and especially PC Game Pass seems like a no-brainer. If you play your own games on PC regularly, like, you should have Game Pass. That's a thing. Um, it's not for me on consoles, but I, I will probably pick it back up after the first of the year and keep at least PC Game Pass. So, when Tom, so Tom was here for Thanksgiving, and he recently purchased a Steam Deck and brought mm-hmm. that with. And that is immediately climbed to the top of my list of things that I need to purchase because nice. of how amazing that thing was. Just not only can you mod it and put full res uh, PS2 games and stuff on there, but just how seamlessly it integrated with um, PC games, even like Grim Dawn, which eh. playing it on PC, I'm sitting there going, how would you even do this on a controller? Well, they've done it. And watching him play Grim Dawn on a handheld device, I'm like, well, I need that now. Like, <laughs> I have to have that because that game is a system seller. Like, it's genuinely a system seller and to be able to play that handheld. But I was concerned that everything would kind of look shitty since it, it doesn't, I think it caps at, what, 720? No, they go up to 120p now. Or it's 120 frames per second on the OLED model. Yeah, but but resolution, it's only 720p, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was afraid everything would look really just crappy, but it looked amazing. Like This is fantastic. And that's how they can get away with playing some of the higher uh, spec games on there. So just downscaling everything so that it takes away from the resolution and puts it into other things that it needs. So it's really clever in how it does things. It's a bit wide, but I think where I can't play handheld on the Switch for very long because it's so thin and I've got larger hands, so like I get weird cramps in it. Yeah. This has the big the big bulky grips on the back. It's got the buttons on the backside that you can map to it. It just felt good to play. So I think with the OLED coming out, people are going to start offloading their other ones. I think he paid 240 bucks for his that had yeah. quite literally never been touched. Well, and there's the thing, like if you can get those cheap enough, that that starts to get into the realm of like, why the fuck would I play on PlayStation Portable or, you know, any of the uh, Xbox remote stuff because it's just garbage by comparison. Yeah. Access to that Steam store makes it a legitimate handheld console. And I've got a lot of Steam games that I just don't play because I just don't want to sit. Yeah, I get it. But also, yo, no, really? You? (laughs) Yeah. There's Master of, of the dollar sale. <laughs> There's poop in my soup. Yeah. That's a buck twenty? Sure, I'll buy that. So, I don't know. So, I, I really so, like some so, of the so, options that are coming out. And I, I recognize that that's going to be a fundamental shift in how people play games. Do I think consoles will ever go away? I hope not. Yeah. What then? I just hope they're safer when your partner blunders past them. <laughs> but why? Um, I, I, <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say. Um, do you guys speak of handhelds? Do you think the Switch Two will come next year? No. No. Yeah, no. They're selling too much. Why would they come out with new hardware? Because it's. They could old. announce it next year, but I, I, I want to say it goes into twenty twenty five. Do you think they'll just do another Switch with B for year things? I. My my head tells me. No, they don't ever do the same thing twice. And then the Wii and the Wii U came out, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I almost think that everything that they're talking about with developers behind closed doors that, you know, Nintendo keeps denying, I almost think that that is a more console based thing that is available for some Switch users. I mean, they have, what, 110 million Switch consoles out there? That that even if you captured 50% of that into, hey, here's a way you can play Switch and higher def and wider screen, like, that may be something comparable. But yeah, I, I am kind of tired of... I appreciate Nintendo's um, desire to innovate and change, but I am kind of tired of all of their stuff continually being locked onto one console. Yeah. But then that's sort of their business model where it's like, well, then we'll just remake it and resell it. Like, let's just print money and people continue to buy it. And I'm one of those idiots that does that. Yeah. But it would also be really nice to just be able to, like, take my old game and shove it into a new console. Yeah. (coughs) Well, and I mean, like, there's so much raw potential. Again, I've talked about it a little bit in the past. Like, the Dolphin emulators are so far beyond what the Switch can do. And they're taking existing games and, you know uprising them and doing frame rate stuff and it's crazy i mean to see the breath of the wild or tears of the kingdom in 4k 60 is an entirely different experience um but i think they could do that much easier than let's say going out and designing or working with nvidia to design another tegra chip to do basically what they're doing now oh it'd be nice but i don't know it'd be i I'd like to see it next year, mainly because my Switch is starting to show some age. I mean, it's a launch launch console. It's seven years old. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's getting a bit junky now. Definitely got Joy-Con drift. Ugh. Yeah. Well, Dan, and for, just... for me, I just buy a new one like every 20 minutes anyway. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new kid needs one new Switch for Zach. <laughs> you get daddy's cast offs. Um, yeah. So also this week, we've got the game awards coming up which is usually where we get a few new announcements any bold predictions gentlemen Ooh. Elden Ring Elden Ring Elden Ring DLC I think they'll announce some Elden Ring DLC yeah. I think we'll I think we'll see it but no release date yeah and maybe it's just a CG trailer but I think that's been out there hanging out there long enough that we need to see something else has From announced their next game yet no but it's PlayStation 5 exclusive <sighs> which puts me back into my wonder territory of Could you imagine? Everybody wants it. Do it. I know. I I, again, but I think they're trying to be strategic with their timing. Mm. Like that that is a thing. Like even if they just did a Bloodborne patch for PlayStation 4, I think that they have to re-release it on PlayStation 5. Um and that probably comes down to development time and cost for rebuilding that engine. Where they've got, you know, if they've got a DLC coming out and it's going to be 30 or $40, it probably makes more sense for them to focus on that first. I don't care when it comes out. I'm going to buy it. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I want a patch and I want it soon. Yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what else would really be shown. I mean, I would have said Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, but we've seen lots of it in the past yeah. few months. It's got. It's it gone from bad. complete radio <laughs> silence for six months to oh my god, here's too much information. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe well, we're under two. We're what two months from that now? Oh, I'm excited. Hundred <laughs> percent, my most anticipated game of next year. Calm I man. need to start my playthrough of of remake again. I wanted to play mm-hmm. through that so that I kind of timed it where I'd be done with remake yeah. and then just launch right into rebirth. 
just because it's been four years since that other one came. That's wild to me. It's been four years already. That is crazy. Yeah. We only had a small pandemic in the middle of it, so yeah, I guess that know, makes it feel longer. <laughs> at least that's over. Hey, I to to Dan, I did start replaying uh, the Integrade remake on PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. You're right; that's fucking amazing looking. I still Isn't need it? to play that. Oh my god, it's so good. It's just, I mean, it looked great already. But when you so I uh, I bought a new TV this week as well, um, and it's a marked upgrade on what I had before. So. Uh, Naturally, I put Final Fantasy VII Remake on because I've only played it four times already. <laughs> Just to see what it looked like. And I was like, oh, wow, that looks good. Yeah. No, Eric, it it's worth replaying just to play it in 60 FPS. I think when I play it this time, I'm going to play it in the theater and just get like the full audio experience of it, too. I mean, <sighs> I just... I'd like to play it I on kid, the OLED. I kid you not, going to see that... Um, orchestra playing that music from that game is one of my fondest memories. Like you went to the Final Fantasy VII remake orchestra, right? Yeah, yeah. That's Christine. Yeah. I went to that too. It just made me. It made me so tingly. <laughs> Did Crystal go with you? No, just you. No, you know who went? Oh, oh. <laughs> I erstwhile yeah. well, didn't get to go because it launched. It was here in Atlanta was, on the day that the pandemic hit. It was me and Dick Physics. We went and enjoyed it. (laughs) I had it scheduled for, I think it was supposed to be May of 20. And I don't think that I got to go until spring of 22. It just kept getting pushed. Yeah. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And from what I've heard of the soundtrack on the new one, I imagine it'll be even better. Really hope that they just nail North Coral. Me too. Just full full orchestra. <laughs> Crystal, don your finest dinner attire. We're going to the opera. <laughs> now I'm excited about that one. And I again, I've kind of gone on media blackout because I saw one trailer where you got to ride around on Chocobos or whatever, uh, and then a little bit of Gold Saucer, and I was like, nope, can't watch these anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to watch anything else. Like, you don't need to sell me this game. I watched the trailer with the gold saucer on and then people have started releasing like gameplay snippets like 30 minutes worth and I'm like, nope, don't need to see that. Yeah, yeah. no. I mean, Red 13 riding a chocobo is brilliant. It's the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> but I like how the, look, when we first, when the first announced Final Fantasy VII Remake, everybody was like, will they embrace the stupid and stuff like that? But they do. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Like, we're going to have things like potentially Barrett in the sailor suit and stuff in this one. Because oh. they really oh knocked they, they knocked it out of the park with the the, the cloud cross-dressing bit. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I was pissing myself the whole time I played through that. It's so good, and it looks like that guy's back as well in the gold saucer, so it should be interesting what happens. It's, uh, I, I, it's interesting decision... That they've decided not to make Vincent playable, just in this game, in this in this one, or because yeah, basically everybody thinks they're going to save Sid and Vincent for the third one. Where do you think this one ends? Because you pick up uh, Sid right at Rocket Town. They've already said in the in the Forgotten City, basically when Aerith dies, that's where it ends. Spoilers, but they've said this. <laughs> 
I didn't hear them say that. Okay. Well, spoilers. <laughs> I love Dan's retroactive spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn it, we all should have played it already. That's interesting. I'm I'm curious why they've shown so much of the footage from the crater. Um, but yeah, I I don't even care anymore. Like I think it's a different story going forward, so I'm excited. But they've got the whole kind of there's a whole another timeline thing going on with Zack potentially, so Yeah. And how that's gonna cross over, like my bold prediction, somehow they're gonna cross over and Zack will sacrifice himself to save Aerith. And keep Aerith uh, alive? Yep. Oh God! I think that yeah. actually that 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 tracks because I couldn't see them keeping Zach alive and having him be integral moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think if you do that, then they're gonna. Oh, I don't even want to speculate, but like you would have to do something crazy, like kill Tifa. No, maybe they switch it. I I still think that there's two concurrent timelines happening because at. Uh, they showed that one trailer where you see who was it Tifa and somebody else getting loaded into a medical chopper after yes one of the reactor explosions but then at the same time they're also leaving Midgar to head towards Calm so are there two maybe the timeline that we see Zack is an alternate timeline well, it must playing. be because Zack isn't alive normally yeah yeah and he's also got cloud with him so but Which, maybe, yeah. maybe the and forget, forgive me for not knowing the exact terminology, but those those potato bag ghosts or whatever they're called um, that look like flying sacks of potatoes, the misty, the, wh- the, the whispers, the whispers. Thank you, um, the dick physics. Maybe they showed up at the time where Zach was about to die and altered the things that were happening. So, well, I don't know if you remember, but in remake, they actually kill Barrett, and then the whispers bring him back to life. Yeah. yeah. Well, and again, no matter what, it's a different story, and that is beautiful for me, because I, what I was afraid of is that they were just going to recreate Final Fantasy with some pretty graphics and a new fighting system, and that would have been boring, but this is actually kind of keeping me on my toes. That's the I thing, mean, I would have been happy with, with either. Yeah. I would have been happy with either as well, but I like how they're changing it, because now I'm like, how is it going to differ? Where is it going? You know? And that's just exciting to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, hey, when you when you rebuild an engine like they have and make the improvements that they did, it's really easy to go back and like, okay, well, now that you finished the story, you can play, you know, the original, but with this fighting system and style, and I think that would be great too. <sighs> this paves the path for a lot more Final Fantasy VII, and no matter what, I'm all good with it. Yeah, remake I, Dirge of Cerberus, you cowards! I would love that. Um, I need to finish Star Ocean uh, second story R. And the next thing that's getting loaded up is remake. I'm about What's the R stand for. I'm about eighty percent of the way through. Dan, you need to play remake. Uh, second uh, Star Ocean Second Story R. It that yeah, you know what to get you know what to get me for my birthday. Cheers. That game is right up your shitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to play. I'd like to play that. I gotta finish Super Mario RPG first. That's on the old uh, Dan Curtis Crimble. Ellie's been playing that. And I can't even begin to tell you like how that as a dad makes me feel. <laughs> because I remember fondly the day that I got that game. My, uh, my my grandma picked me up from school and she had to run some errands to Walmart. And I just, she always took an interest in video games. She's like, oh, what new games are out? I, said, I think I think this new Mario RPG came, just came out. And she's like, oh, 
well, show it to me. So I took her back to the Walmart game section. She's like, I think we should get that. So we got it. And that's like a $70 game back in 94. And I just remember fondly for weeks just sitting at her house, like not didn't live with her, but we'd take it to her house and I'd sit in the front room and play. And even when I still go up to visit them at their house, like I think about that front room and where I used to sit and play Mario RPG and watching Ellie pop that in and just hearing the sound effects and the music and just watching her be as entranced in it as I am. Like this is this is her true first RPG. Um, awesome. I wouldn't consider Pokemon to really be an RPG in the in this. I know that it is, but in the sense that I think of RPGs. I've tried to get her into the original Final Fantasies, but I think those are a little heavy. And this sort of introduces her to the concepts of combat and leveling and changing your skills and buying new stuff at stores and just watching her be engrossed in that. Like she'd get done playing and she's like, Dad, let me tell you about what happened. I'm like, yeah. And then she came up to me and she said, Dad, I need your help on something. I said, let me guess, (laughs) the Yoshi race. And she went, yeah. And like, let me tell you about how hard this was in my day. Because now they've implemented... If you don't know what the Yoshi race is, you have to race against another uh, another Yoshi. I can't remember his name at the moment, but you have to press A and B in rhythm with the music in the background. Oh, God, yes. To make it easier, they've put the buttons on the screen and they highlight which one to press with the rhythm. Uh. Even with that, it's still difficult. And I said, it took me two or three tries afterwards. And I said... Now imagine not having that in the bottom corner to tell you what button to press when. She went, that'd be impossible. I said, yeah, I would always play Mario RPG up to that point. Like I've got, I could tell you that game front to back up to that point because I'd always get there and go, do I really want to like push through this? Cause it was so frustrating. But long story short, it's just been really cool to watch her play that. And she's like, dad, I'm going to get up early and get my stuff done. So I can go downstairs and play Mario RPG. I'm like, you go girl. <laughs> no, that is fantastic. I, I I really do want my kids to play through it. I'm just I'm playing through it right now. Uh, but that's one of the things is before I get them onto something that you know I'm going to have to cast emotionally devastate you. You know, because my my daughter has expressed interest in playing Final Fantasy VII, and I'm like, you're not ready for that yet. No, like no. <laughs> like no. I remember playing that game for the first time and being when when Aerith got it with the sword, being like, what the fuck. <laughs> And, and I was 14. My, yeah, yeah. I, I would have been in my 20s, and I, I got, lost it. I just fumbled through it. I must have been very young. I just remember not understanding the materia system at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I, towards I, North Crater, and I couldn't I couldn't beat it, so I had a buddy come over, and he goes, oh, yeah, I had to have somebody explain the materia system to me. So he went in, and he went, equip this, and this, and this, and this, and this, this, this. He like, just organized it for me, and then I just blitzed through the end of it and went, oh, because all my characters are level 99, but I wasn't leveraging their materia properly. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I understood 7, 8, or 9 when I first played them, to be honest. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine if we got an 8 remake like that, though. <sighs> Jesus like, God. that's that's where we have to... And I and I do. I have to get my kids ready for it. Uh, I guess I can let them play Fantasy Star 2. Because that's another one where, again, emotional devastating loss in, in the first, you know, five or six hours of it. I think... But, uh, yeah. I think if she wanted to play one of those seven, eight, or nine, I'd probably steer her more towards eight just because it's a little bit more forgiving in the combat. Yeah. I can see that. If you don't focus on leveling your character, you're still going to 
be mostly okay. Yeah, you don't even have to level your character on that game because everything yeah. scales. Yeah. <laughs> or you could have her play nine and you could both be confused about everything in that game. <laughs> Why is there a guy with a tail? <laughs> what is the fucking big guy with the armor? What the hell is going why on? Why are these scarecrows alive? <laughs> what, what is the, the point of Amarant? Why, why is he there? <laughs> Who am, oh, yeah, a big fiery fist dude. Do you, is it pronounced leaf a tree or eye a tree? Who knows? Why are the gnomes which say rally who? <laughs> who eats boiled owls? Honey, let me tell you, I have questions about this game that I still have unanswered to this day. Listen, how just go you, to tree and you, enjoy the how music. How do you play the card game? I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to get her on those. Uh, my, which, my daughter we... is becoming quickly the Mortal Kombat expert uh, because she's been playing one for the last month. And like when Omni Man came out, she was the one who was like, "Dad, Omni Man comes out today. You have to. You like we have to go get that." I'm like, "Oh, okay." You know, <laughs> and it's it's gory and it's violent and it's over the top, but it's done in a way that's um, it's certainly sort of more conducive to you know letting a 14 year old play it. Um, and it's all kind of wacky, but I. I I definitely want to steer her more towards the RPG side of games yeah. because you get a lot more out of them. Like it's an emotion. It, it is a big investment in time. So you want to make sure that they get the most out of it that they can. And super Mario my, RPG is a great place to start. My kids have discovered Fortnite, And <laughs> let me tell you, there, there's two, there's two emotions with this. One of them is like, oh, Fortnite. but the other one is, Hey, they're not playing Roblox anymore. Yeah. So, Anytime you can get your kid off of Roblox, that's a win in my eyes. But also, it gives me something to further connect with them on. Like when Amelia, it was Amelia of all people, it's like, Dad, I want to try Fortnite. I went, let's go. And I loaded it up for them on, I, I got them all their own Epic accounts. I locked everything down, did all the proper parental setting stuff, made the voice chat communication so they could only talk to their friends. And if they wanted to add a friend, it had to be approved through me and all of that. And they could only talk to people in their party. You locked it down, but we had a Fortnite night and set it up as like a LAN party with the kids and, and got all the TVs and everything together. But since then, um, they've been playing constantly, got them the battle pass and they're working through leveling it up, but just sitting there <laughs> listening to them to like strategize with each other. And then when they found out Tom was coming, they're like, do you think Tom would like to have a Fortnite night with us? And I said, I'll ask him but i'm pretty sure his answer is going to be yes so let's just plan on it so sure enough we had a big old Fortnite night together and had a great time and uh two nights ago tom sent a message he's like anybody want to play some Fortnite?" the girls about <laughs> lost their damn minds so we got together and played Fortnite. it's just been really neat to kind of see them um obsess over something it's kind of like me with with uh socom when i was in high school but just you know, oh, Fortnite's God, so, so much calm. more, so much more <laughs> innocuous. I think it kind of got a little bit of a bad rap, and since they've rebooted it, it's back to the OG map. And like today, the girls want to log in when the big event happens because they're changing the map and like the meteor hits. And I remember that happening in 2017. You're like, this is kind of cool. You know, I want my kids to be a part of this stuff and talk yeah. about it, and it just gives me something to connect with them on. So no, I think that's great, and it's especially if you're playing for stuff. I think that's even better. I never really liked the idea of like. Hey, guess what? You can buy a character for thirty dollars. Like that's that's kind of ridiculous for character skins. Uh, but I've, if you're just playing to play, then yeah, go ahead and do it. I bought them the battle pass, and they got the different 
different skins that come with it. I bought one skin because I earned a bunch of V-Bucks, but there is a leak that came out for the characters for uh, next season, which starts today or tomorrow, and Solid Snake is going to be in it. Oh, of course. <laughs> Solid Snake it, and, buy money. <laughs> and, and Buff Peter Griffin, apparently. Excellent. Is that, is that what thing, David, David Hater meant when he said it's only the beginning? It might be. <laughs> could you get solid liquid? You could get Raiden in there. Um, Ooh, Raiden, Cyborg Ninja Raiden. Like, yeah. for playing Warzone, you start to see all these crazy characters come in. And you're like, oh, this is just kind of ruining the game because, you know, God is like a, a milsim. But then you look at Fortnite and every time you kill somebody, they're in a different costume. Like, this is fun. Like, you yeah. see a, a gigantic buff fish, or you see some anime character, or you see one of the guys from um, Invincible. What is that that show on Amazon, Invincible or something yeah. like that? I don't, I don't remember. But there's just characters from all over, and they, they span back seven years. And you look at that skin and be like, oh, man, there's no way I could ever get that. Like, it's cool. You know, you buy a skin, and it's a limited time thing, so... Yep. Great business model. Great business it does, model. It, it makes sense in Fortnite, but honestly, COD, like, I, I've i got Modern Warfare 3, it came with my new PS5, and I don't even know what that game is anymore. Yeah, it's, it's so strange. It's wild. When you see Lilith from Diablo 4 running around next yep. to a, 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 a Gaia tree that looks like Groot, like, what is this? Yeah. Which speaks with a British accent. I have Lara Croft, so I'm running yep. around Warzone <laughs> with that skin. Yeah, but I feel like Warzone leans in too much to like pop culture, and it's pop culture of the moment. So it's oh. like, oh, here's this rapper of today, and I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, you've got Nicki like, Minaj in there. It's like, yeah, like what the fuck are we even doing here? And that's that's kind of why I gave it up. Is just, eh. <laughs> um, but I am I'm always interested to see the Fortnite model again makes sense to me. I don't particularly enjoy playing it, so I don't typically. Uh, but it is interesting every once in a while. They they almost get me back because they'll re- release a Venom skin or like somebody from my youth. And I'm like, no, can't do it. <laughs> yeah. The thing that I like about it, though, some of them are pretty cheap. So Yeah, sure, sure. You know, eight, ten bucks. I'm sure the, the kids have asked for some V-Bucks for Christmas, which is like, eh, stuff it in their stocking and yeah. do all of that. So they save up their allowance now. So they get allowance every week. Like, oh, I'll <laughs> save up. Get some V-Bucks. <laughs> This is why I don't do stuff like that is because I have an addictive personality type. I don't know if you know that about me, uh, no. but yeah, but like if I, I, I actually read a bunch of stuff about the new World of Warcraft release the other day and I was like, oh, that sounds good. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm way too excited about this. Nope. <laughs> let's let's uh, let, let's cut this off before it gets going. Well, I'm, I'm the same if I I. On Modern Warfare 2, or the original Modern Warfare, I got the Battle Pass, and then I'm constantly like, I need to finish the Battle Pass so I can afford the next one, which is exactly what they want. They've yeah. done something with it now where it, it it takes forever to complete oh, yeah. the Battle Pass. Forever. The new Zombies mode, though, I would I think you would really enjoy. You, It's best played with other people, and it's, it's not quite like the other Zombies mode we used to play. It's more like DMZ, if you played that from last modern warfare but you drop into a gigantic map and they've got three zones they've got the outer zone which is gray the inner zone which is yellow the middle zone which is red and you have 45 minutes to just like complete contracts or you have missions that you have to complete after that 45 minutes is up there's a radiation storm that starts to expand outward and you have to get to one of the exfil zones in exfil 
whatever you exfil with, you get to keep. But you can only bring in one weapon, and it's in what's called an insured slot. And if you die, that insured slot, that weapon is lost, and then that insured slot goes into a three-hour lockdown. So you can't bring anything with you for three hours. So it it incentivizes you to exfil with things, but it also punishes you for dying. But if you die in the in on the map, you can just lay there and just plead for help. And there's other people that aren't in your party who can come over and res you and you can team up with other people like you're not fighting other real people um that's pretty much all we've been playing we've almost entirely given up playing warzone just to play through zombies because it's so much fun bloody hell i need to give it a try i've only really played multiplayer at the moment i'll hop on and play with you cool y'all cool lovely but lovely no but i like the idea of all of us getting together to play Baldur's gate i think that's a good idea yes i think we could I think I think Factory Sealed could fund some of that if if need be, and we stream some of that out. That's a bullshit. I've already paid for it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, it sucks to suck. Hey, you can pay for my eighty dollar game. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we could buy it digitally and then just keep that sealed. Oh, uh, that's true. I don't know. There's enough shit coming with that. I kind of want to open it. It's not going to be rare. Like Larian has basically said, we are going to make a shit ton of discs. That's great. So that one will be getting open. I'm a a physical guy. Uh, So like, gotta have it. I I don't know. Like that's, that's part of this whole moving up to the, uh, the playroom thing. Like I have so much shit everywhere that I haven't even unboxed. It's ugly. Uh, Like I was, I was telling you in the WhatsApp chat the other day, like, Hey, guess what? I have a thousand dollar Elden Ring helmet sitting next to me. That's under a whole bunch of VR crap because I have literally no room in here to do anything. So yeah, let's add more stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of want to redecorate my game room as well. Yeah. Do you have space? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I'm re-de- still getting I over. Redecorate it, but there's not much space to put anything. Well, you've just been through it. I need to do it, and Dan wants to do it. So I think this is a perfect opportunity to encourage Dan to spend a lot of money. I'm still getting over the fact that you yeah, threw you away all your video game well, cases. Zach, you? <laughs> <laughs> you still getting over what? The fact that you threw away all your video game cases. Oh yeah. Yeah, you and I. There will be a reckoning someday when you get to the pearly gates. And St. Peter is going over your list of sins. That's going to be at the top. <laughs> Which, right, it's, I guess in hindsight, like you've you, led a pretty decent life then, if that's the worst thing you've yes, done. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure I've said worse things on this show. Never mind. Um, well, there so always was dick. I need, to, I need to ask why we're all on. What's going on with Retro? Are we playing any Retro? What's happening? So, you can play the Ninja Gaiden, goddammit. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's yeah, the with thing. Yeah, Move on. <laughs> no! <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Listen. It's about time. And the availability of it. You also, Dan, are very busy with work. Two jobs, all this other stuff. My kids are getting to an age where I'm doing more stuff with them. My free time is becoming, unfortunately, more limited. I'm wanting to play more modern games and stuff that come out. So I think that we've sort of come to a point where we don't necessarily have the time to dedicate to playing a game for the show. So maybe in the best interest of just continuing the show in some fashion, we just 
record and talk about what we talk about. If that happens to be retro, if it happens to be modern, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Ooh, controversial. It is, yeah. But the alternative is we just die. <laughs> we're just short of, short of retros, I guess. We were, we were giving ourselves a month to play a retro game. That is doable, even with busyness. Right. But we just got complacent. We did. And F- and I think Factory Sealed was founded on Retro, so I think we should still do that. Okay. I mean, if everybody can make an agreement to pursue that, then that, I mean, I'm fine with that. I don't care. Well, I used I used to really enjoy playing the Retro games when they were half decent, but when we played abs- we we played absolute bollocks. That's when we fall off. Lost Stop Odyssey. picking shit. Yeah, Lost Odyssey yeah. was shit. Sorry, <laughs> dude. That game that game killed Retro. <laughs> I think it was Ninja Gaiden 2. We never played Ninja Gaiden 2. <laughs> I did. We played Ninja Gaiden 1. Yes. Oh, yeah. Damn <laughs> it. Or did you mean T-O-O and not T-W-O? I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right. So let's make, let, let's, this will be our pre-New Year's, New Year's resolution of we will shoot for one retro show a month. Until Dan's wedding season picks up and then he disappears for nine months and goes, oh, why aren't we recording any shows? (laughs) Which uh, starts in February. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. That's a big commitment for us. I can commit to a retro show, just probably not in December. Yeah, me either. Well, we'll, I think our... We've got um, Game of the Year. That's going to be hard. (laughs) We could God, probably. I, I don't even know. I can't even I think got, what. I got a lot of stuff I got to go through for that. So it's about, if we, about ten options, which could be top spot. If we stick to the two weeks, like we have been, sixteenth, uh, then the thirty, we could just straight up do it on December thirtieth. I like doing Saturday shows. If I'm being honest, if if we can swing that, like my Sundays are just kind of. Oh sure, I, it doesn't it matter as long as I can plan in advance. I'm good. Yeah. When is when is my December wedding? Let's have a look. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> uh, 28th, so that should be okay. On a Thursday? Yeah. Good God. Cheapskate. Well, everybody's off because it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. A, a lot of people get married during the week because it's cheaper, actually. Yeah. Which doesn't work out very well for me because it means I have to take holidays from work, but I get paid lots of money to do it, so it swings and roundabouts and all that. Yeah. Well, we'll probably be back in two weeks. I don't know. It might, it might be the Gotti show. It might be just another one of these. But mm-hmm. we'll. Should we make that that agreement to get back on track with retro and play Ninja Gaiden? Start the year off with Ninja Gaiden, and then we'll do one retro show a month. That works. I would for like me. to. I would yeah. really like to. I would really like to. Okay. That that works for me because I have now beaten Ninja Gaiden like eight times for this show. <laughs> and we'll have your Tascam and and new mic and stuff to you by then, Zach. Oh, uh, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Anything else you want to share before we uh, depart? Uh, I just, I love dick physics.
This episode of Factory Sealed is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon sponsors, with an extra special thank you to Zach Foley, Santos Lopez, Samuel Chun, John Weaver, Miles Prower, Jason McGill, Colin Neblo, Mark Marcheshi, Gus Robin, Aaron Lanning, Brandon Meyer, Robert True, Cody Halverson, Julian Santuki, J.H., Thomas Roderick, Kevin Loth, Andrew Balistrieri, and G.